Hey guys, welcome to our Wines and Teas podcast. Join us as we talk about friendship, life, and anything under the sun. Hey guys, we're back in our episode 7. Am I here? Hey, it's Teresa. It's Desiree. Hi. So today we're going to talk about a sensitive topic, which is all about mental health. I mean, obviously, we are all in a, a very strange or rather difficult time these days. In the past weeks, you know, we're not going to measure that, but we all know that. So we just want to send our thoughts to everyone. I hope you're fine and hope you're, hope you're, hope you're all doing well. Yeah. Yep. All right. Um, how are you guys? How are you? How are you feeling right at this very moment? I've seen That's better questions. <laughs> but overall, I think, I think um, I'm doing okay. I'm doing good, but could be better. <laughs> I'm so sure. Yeah. How about you, Desri? So, like, what I was saying is, like, that's a good question because I don't think that's being asked, like, you know, from the couple of weeks because everybody's just too um, focused on the things that are going on at the outside that we forget about, you know, what's the things that matter, like, how we're feeling in the inside and how we're able to cope up with everything. But um, mm-hmm. I guess I'm coping. <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's a good start, right? Yeah, I I mean, yeah. Yeah, that's why we're actually discussing about this because, I mean, we can't deny that everyone is probably um, undergoing a very stressful time. And it's, for real, a sensitive topic because we, during these times, it's obviously difficult. We just want to uplift everyone else and it's kind of like we're avoiding the it's almost like it's not a taboo but you know like let's bring it bring up each other and let's not talk about this problem so yeah we're going to talk about real feelings right now mental health and everything that lies under it yeah i think that's that's so, a yeah, really good um, idea because with everything that's happening like internal external um factors um what's going um the things that are going on um personally or in the society you know it's it's it, it's it's a bit too yeah. much so i think we, sh- yeah. we should yeah. really check in with ourselves and really feel yes, and exactly. think or you know um to know how we are really feeling nowadays yeah, yeah. and let's not forget to check check in with our friends or family members you know ask how they are and yeah before everything before we start with everything i would just like to tell everyone who's listening this who's listening to our podcast that we are not a professional psychiatrist or doctors we just this is we're, everything that we're going to talk about is based on our personal experiences our opinions and stuff like that yes and um, yeah i mean whatever we talk about in this podcast um are like maya said that it's all personal and we're also mm-hmm. hoping that um it also gives a little bit more of um what do you call that like a light or guidance um, or yeah, inspiration guidance, i guess yeah uh, mm-hmm. yeah that's true mm-hmm. some that's tips tips and yeah um, and yeah. also the message i think the message that we're trying to to deliver here is that 
um, you, you're not alone. Like everyone undergoes um, um, mm-hmm. uh, undergoes hard times, and and mm-hmm. just know that you're not alone. That everybody um, yeah. has their own um, share of burden or problems. problems. Yeah, mm-hmm. and also internally, and also that you know that it's okay to talk about these stuff. That um, we should be checking in about how we're feeling and our awareness of you know our mental health and things like that that it shouldn't be a negative that we shouldn't see as a as a negative thing because you know mental health has always been like has always had like a negative stigma to it like so people try people in general right you know i mean we're kind of we're already having some progress but at the same time there's still some hesitation when it comes to talking about mental health that is so true and yes, it kind of surfaced, uh, this topic kind of surfaced because even me, who is not very, I would say I'm ignoring my mental health. I'm not really prioritizing it, mm-hmm. if you could say that, you know? So, but because of the events in the past weeks, of course, that the surface, surface and I've started to ask myself as well these questions that we are about to discuss. So, yeah, so sources of depression and anxiety i guess that's a good start to talk about that's right right. yeah what's your insight about it desiree i mean sources of depression or anxiety that's like you know like a a, what do you call that it has a lot of um bullets or things that goes under it you know um sources of depression could be like micro trauma from childhood you know it could Mm -hmm. be social media work personal Mm -hmm. things news society yeah society you know things like bullying and um Mm -hmm. i would say that i'm sure you know we all have our you know our share stories with all these different you know um what do you call that Uh, topics like these uh little things like micro trauma i'm sure everybody has their own share stories for it but um I would say right now, like my source, mm-hmm. my big source of depression would probably be because of what's going on. It would be the news, you know, social media, and also like dealing with, you know, like family and things like that. Okay. Um, yeah. That's big, I think. <clears throat> that's pretty big because, but um, at the same time, I think a lot of people are feeling the same way because mm-hmm. it's happening to all of us. Mm-hmm. But for me personally, I think um, for me the 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 uncert the the, the big uncertainty of what's mm-hmm. ahead, mm-hmm. Um, knowing that um, you know um, you're right, Maya, when you said um, the I think a few um, I think earlier this week when you said that you thought the world wasn't in the right place. So I uh-huh. think that's a, yeah. a really, because I, I think that's a really um, big factor that affects what everybody's feeling right now. Because it, it feels like um, we've been in a series of unfortunate events since, so the, since the year began. So. And how funny it is that all of these events are actually somehow not directly, you know what I mean? Like, not like we're not, I mean, I'm happy that we don't have. We didn't uh, have coronavirus, and this is not necessarily happening to us uh, during uh, current events. 
but somehow it's uh, connected us all together and we're kind of feeling the same thing all of us because uh, of all of these events and the kind of all of these uh, uh, stress anxiety for everyone yeah because you yeah because you can't stop worrying yeah. about what's ahead you know and that, that um, a worse thing uh, a worse thing can happen anytime because mm -hmm. you know what we've seen so far this year is beyond you know what we could have imagined I know right and we're actually mid-year already so that's almost crazy to imagine right yeah <laughs> I know it's already June like where did the you know all those months go and um I was about to say something I think I I completely Go missed it already no no i was um i was saying not only are we worried also before everything already you know started like covid and all of mm -hmm. that like this year we already had things that we were you know dealing with mm -hmm. and to put this on top of our plate i'm you know like i don't know if you guys been hearing but over here in the u.s there's a lot of like news about you know family um shooting another family member things like that and i really believe it's you know it's a direct there's a direct cor correlation between what's going on <laughs> and the effect that it has mm -hmm. on our mentality and you know our over mental health and putting it over to you know um families and stuff true or flowing over so yes just this is just i think like social media society and this is already a a big source of depression and anxiety for everyone, right? And it's not even directly affecting it. So, um, would you care, guys, to share a few personal things right now? Like, um, like for me, I'm gonna start with that. Like, it's not. I wouldn't say. I actually don't know if you can categorize this as depression because, I mean, it's very broad top. Right? But right now, as I'm gonna second what Teresa said, it's like uh, uncertainty. Because we are really, we are in the unknown literally right now. Like we don't know where we're heading, and it's kind of an adventure if you look at the positive side. But both of us, yeah. both of us, like like my work, I don't have work right now. Like my season is over. All of my weddings are moved next year, so I don't have work for this year. So and then Nick will have to finish his his thing. And then we'll we'll have to move. So we just don't know wh where we're going. But this is giving me a lot of anxiety, you know, not knowing, not being in control. Mm -hmm. And I'm gonna add on that about my my son Asha, and his. Uh, I, I I can start uh, seeing the impact of him going out, you know, like not being able to socialize with with other children as much as he, if I mean pre-COVID, of course. So that's stressing me a lot because I think that's a lot of responsibility. That comes from that. I don't know what to do. Am I doing the right thing? I'm beating myself up on that, you know. So yeah, that's causing me a lot of micro depression, I guess. These days, it's difficult. Yeah, you're talking about like kids, mm -hmm. like for like for example, for my child, it was early on that I actually um, noticed the effects that it has on the kids or for my mm -hmm. kid because he was like totally he he would verbally tell me like he's feeling lonely mm -hmm. he feels alone mm -hmm. and you know for a parent that's so hard yes, to hear yes. you know and mm -hmm. i i mean yeah and i don't know how else to make him 
you know, feel okay. Because obviously, like kids that age, they need to socialize with their own age group, you know. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's just so hard to... I mean, he understands that he's not supposed to come out. and uh, But at the same time, it, it's hard when you don't have that, mm-hmm. when you don't have that support system for kids. You that know? is true. And um, what else? I, I, like, so just in, in general, like, his mood change. He's always, he was, in this beginning, like, he was super cranky. He would, he would cry and things like that. And it's... Yeah, like, I understand that we're all in this situation. We're all, you know, trying to figure out what we need to do. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, like, you know, as this goes on, like, what what do we do next, right? Yeah. And and now we have to begin talking about, like, are, are they going to go back? When are they going back to school? Because, like, right now they're in summer, mm-hmm. summer class. I mean, he doesn't have any summer class, but, you know, summer, they're off. Mm-hmm. But um, school starts in August. Or I think July for for his school. Yeah, late July. Windows. Oh, that's um, early. Yeah. I thought it was September. Yeah. Oh. Uh, like, actually, I think, I think from that last year, they went August, back to school like August. August. It depends yeah. on your school. Oh, okay. Yeah, it depends on your school. Um, But, uh, yeah, so, like, I was thinking, like, am I... um. Am I ready for him to go? Like, mm-hmm. you know, oh things God. in the back of my head, thinking, I mean, the COVID is still there. You know, amidst everything that's going on right now, like, the COVID is still there. So, I'm still thinking about, what, do I have to go, like, homeschooling now? But then again, like, the reason why I didn't do homeschool from this, the get-go is because I want him to have that social interaction. Mm-hmm. I think that's yeah. you know that's the fear that's the effect of uncertainty as well because you uh-huh. you won't you don't know what will you know what's ahead like um, you keep asking these questions about will they be okay will will it be normal by then so uh-huh. stuff like that but yeah, yeah so it, it adds up it adds up to your list of worries I know and yeah. this uncertainty is not just uncertainty it's like it's out of your control so it's not like pick a choice or something you know exactly yeah let's make it more difficult yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and then like in terms of like anxiety you know when you're going out even if you're going to work and things like that you're always wondering like oh um uh, does this person have covid you know like does this i mean you look at the table and you're thinking did somebody with covid sit like and put their stuff Mm -hmm. on it you know things like that like i have to wash my hands where's the hand sanitizer what's paranoia is like your anxiety yeah yeah especially right now with everything you know like you're you're so you were already anxious in the beginning and then now you all have you have to deal with you know uh, time i mean obviously it's good hand hygiene but then everything is like uh, obviously exaggerated in a real way you know yeah. what i yeah. mean but and also to add things to add to that i think aside from being worried about your your safety your health and well-being i think um it's scary to think that people are affected in different ways so you'll never know how people will react like I, you've yes. seen in the news there there has been a lot of violence there's a lot of reaction there's a lot of you know 
um, that's outside the normal, you know, day-to-day. Um, I haven't. I haven't that yeah. So well, it, it, yeah, it, it makes you. It, it it scares you too because you you don't uh, like what Maya said. It's hard when you don't control uh, if it's out of your control, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't know. Yeah. Everybody's on the edge. Yeah. Basically, everybody's on the edge. You know, something could just tick off another yeah. person, and add financial issues and everything. I mean, yes. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> that's why we are discussing this right now. So, yeah, like social media is so, it's, it's just so toxic. I don't know. I mean, I don't even like to look at my um, Facebook or Instagram that much anymore because it's, yeah, it just, I, I don't want to delve into the specifics of what's going on in social media. But at the same time, like, I just feel so depressed and have this anxiety of, you know, looking at what, so what kind, what else is going to happen? So like, for example, there are memes like for next month, they're going to say, uh, there was a meme that I saw like a week ago. There's like, um, aliens. It was like a picture yeah, of they're aliens. Next. They're yeah. next. They're next. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't think they're going to come. I don't, I've been seeing a lot of meme posts, but yeah, it, instead of, you know, I think it's, a, I mean, it, it, it made me laugh rather than, you know, made me scared. But yeah, I think that's a yeah. But the, <laughs> the idea is there, you know. Like we've never, we haven't had good news since the start yeah. of the year. I mean, yeah. I haven't even taken care of my personal things right now, which is my shop. You know, I was trying to open my shop. I haven't worked on it for a week, and you I just, ha- you, you I said you know. haven't. You have. I haven't. Have. I haven't. Oh, okay. I okay. haven't. It's just I feel like I don't know. I kind of feel like a mix of stuck problematic, a little bit stressed, a little bit of things in there. So yeah, a little bit uninspired of what's because of what's inspired as well. Happening. I know. Yeah. I would honestly I was there like for three weeks. Yeah, I was in that position for three weeks. And I'm starting to um you know try to get back into it. Like, you know, because I mean no matter how I try to um what do you say? Like, put this aside. I know that eventually I have to face mm-hmm. it. And that's the only way we could just push through. But obviously, everybody have... You have to give yourself some time, too. To, you know? I mean... We all have... Yeah, yeah to prepare yourself. Yeah. And, you know... That's... Yeah. Yeah, I think that's healthy. I think that's just normal. To you don't have everything, to really you know? um, pressure like yourself every time you need to do something. I think that's unhealthy. It's what your mind and your body want you to do. I mean, that's the most important thing, not what the others think of it. Like, exactly. you need to do something. It, the most important thing is that you know when and why you're doing it. Yeah. yeah. And I would like to add that for everyone who are struggling from anxiety or stress or handling problems, personal or family and stuff like that, that I mean, you don't, for me, that's what I always gave to someone is like, you don't have to be strong all the time. You can, you can, yeah, you can, because a lot of, I think it's just natural instinct is to to be defensive, to be, to be strong, you know, right. And to just, Mm -hmm. how do you call that? Like, just, just, you know, like to be strong, simply like I can do it. I can, I'm fine. I'm, I can resist this and stuff like that. But sometimes just letting go. 
let it be. Good. Yeah, let, not maybe let it be, let letting it go, go and opening yeah, up, opening up. And, and I'm only talking about somebody. it because the more you hear it, the more yeah. you just kind of like, yeah. I mean, see the other perspective as well, and mm -hmm. hear hear the perspective of others. So yeah, you don't have to be always strong for yourself. That's right. The sharing, sharing also is very important. That's right. Mm. Yeah. Um. I think I haven't shared my 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 experience my personal yeah, experience. Huh? Okay, I have one. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, <laughs> that's right. You mentioned about you know one of the causes of depression is um, bullying. So I actually mm -hmm. yeah experienced that early in my and I think when I was in in grade school because you know children are. <laughs> Are bullies, right? <laughs> Children are hard. You know what? Yeah, I know, I know. Yeah. That's why I'm sharing this. So I think um, I was in second grade when I was first bullied because you know of my of my hair. Because I think I was the only one who, um, in the in the in the classroom who who's um, curly. So curly. They, I, I, I'm not yeah. sure because being different be, before was really. It's 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 instead of being a positive one, it, it's, frowned, it's upon. frowned upon, and it's it's taken as like yeah. a negative um, thing. Exactly. Yeah. So I was I was curly, so I got bullied, and I was a I was a, a summer kid. Mm -hmm. When I when I say summer kid, I always go outside um, mm -hmm. during summer, so my skin was really dark. So the, I got bullied a lot because. Um, you know, um, when you're when you have dark skin and you have curly hair, they they look at you ugly. So I got bullied from grade yeah. uh, from second grade to I think fourth grade. So I, you know what I was I, I'm really proud of myself because I don't remember a time um, uh, where I I cried about it. I think I was a strong uh, I was a strong kid back in the days. But it it doesn't it didn't really affected me in a way. But growing up, I think it. It did eventually because I, I, I had a hard time trusting people, and um, I, um, I had Aww. yeah, and I learned to pick my friends, you know, you know, I, yeah. That's I think that's the that's the effect on me, until now. Yeah, and I mean for those who are listening who are not um, familiar with Asian culture, yeah. Um, the dark when you have darker skin they they view you as like a lesser exactly. person mm -hmm. i would say like because, you're poor um, or the lower level yeah. of the society like basically you're mm -hmm. ugly yeah that's you, they're better than you yes yeah yes because in their the beauty standard for asian culture is to be uh fair fair, fair skin yeah or light, light skin so caucasian features yep. mestizo mm -hmm. Yes. Like that. I mean, partic yeah, particularly in the in the Philippines, you know. Um, yeah, I mean, I share the same thing uh, with Teresa. Like, it's a it's actually from 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 family that is even you know pass pass these things as a joke, as an innocent joke. Like, oh, negra, or um, I mean, you know, like uh, like don't go outside of the sun; you'll get uglier, or oh, yeah. something like that. Like. When I was a kid, it, it felt, I, I really had a strong memory of it. Like, 
um, I felt it felt wrong to do that, you know. Mm -hmm. So I really promised to myself, like when when I will have a kid, I mean, I'm not gonna. For me, it's unacceptable to even joke about it. It's it's innocent. Some for some people, they don't have bad intentions about it, but they don't know the effect on children. Yes. To to make fun of them physically, their nose or their skin color, their hair, whatever, that really pulls down pulls down their confidence you know their confidence, self confidence yeah. yeah so yeah that's i think that i could i consider that as my micro trauma mm -hmm. like yeah. Yeah. And, and to be on yeah and to be honest i never really get i i know yeah i don't understand that because um like a, i don't know if you guys know this but a lot of like okay when when with asian families um a lot of the older you know, um, aunts, mm -hmm. uncles, mm -hmm. or, you know, the older people, they tend to see somebody um, that is fair-skinned as superior. And if you're dark, you're, you're, you know, you, yeah, you're ugly. Like, yes. and don't understand why they lean towards, like, darker skin color. Just to be clear here, for, you know, you could be light-skinned, dark-skinned, or whatever, you're, Everybody's beautiful yeah, in their own exactly. way. Yeah, exactly. I right? mean, color is just really. And I think we all agree about. That. I mean, color is just color. It doesn't matter. I think what it's not cliche, but really, what's important is your character. Hmm. You know. Yeah. And I think what is well, yeah. what's important to remember is um, the, the the effect of you know that like what happened to me like the the bullying. We have to be aware of the length of its effect. It's not like it's going to go away overnight. So we really mm -hmm. have to be mindful of what we're, what we're, what we say about others or, you know, cause you never know. Yeah, Everyone sure. reacts to different, uh, to things differently. So. Yeah, that is so true. Yeah. But guys, I'm okay now. I'm I'm doing fine. I'm healthy. No, that, I, I know. I just wanted I just wanted to share no, my, no. my take on. Yeah, that but that's because, good because because it's real, you know. It it hasn't. Yeah, it has and that's the reason effect. why we're doing yeah. this. Yeah, and I'm sure, yes. and I'm sure, uh, a lot will share the same sense as us. It's reason he. Uh, I mean, we know our sure, so you know the colonial mentality and stuff like that so yep it has affected uh, me somehow but i mean i don't care about it right now i mean anymore right? years old, of yeah. course i mean you've moved yeah, on and, yeah and to me. be honest yeah. i mean especially after i've moved in france i think that's kind of like what i that was my big prize it's like i earned a lot of uh, self-confidence in here really i love i mean I, yeah so yes, I was saying that um, this kind of helped me mold my self-confidence, especially when I moved, moved, uh, moved in France, it's kind of reinforced self-confidence with, with the culture in here that they don't care about your color and stuff like that. So I didn't really care, you know, people viewed me as the same as, I, that's how I felt, you know. Remember, I'm, do you have a story, Teresa? Go ahead. So during grade school, I went to a public school. So. In the Philippines, you know, the, the public school are different, are rate, is way different than private school, right? So yeah. we had teachers. Mm -hmm. um, I clearly remember that because some of the teachers were selling like products or foods 
um, in the classroom, like um, a Miriam yeah. snack, afternoon snack. So um, it, it felt like if you don't buy from them, then you'll get bad grades. That's how it sucked during That's so that time. That's awful. Yes. And remember those That's books so that weren't for sale? Because it's public school, right? But they they ask you to pay for it. Okay. Anyway, so yeah. So it's no, you yeah. Know, you know what, guys? This is a very good. Really, I mean, you see, I mean, if you look back at it, it's just something funny. But if you think about it, it's very, very. It's completely wrong. Completely you could even, wrong. I mean, it's even. Yeah, especially for yeah, a it could child cost, to, you know, handle yeah. that. That's yeah, a lot of anxiety. During, you know. during Teacher's Day, because we, te- we, we had Teacher's Day at least once a year. So um, the more expensive gift that you give, um, the better your image will be or grades will be wow, from the teacher. That's so that's, that's what do you call that? Um, you know, you have to impress yeah. them. Um, yeah, you have to impress them with material that's things. Yeah, yes, that's bribing. So that's very, very common in the in, in the public schools back back then. I'm not saying it's still going on right now. I'm not sure, but it was really it was something that you you couldn't ignore at that time. So parents oh are like aware of that, of so that. they know what okay. to do. Okay. Yeah. Well, that's that's quite interesting for me to hear, really. Yeah. I'm, yeah, we could start a revolution for that. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> but I'm not sure but, if, it's, yeah. if it's still true yeah. nowadays. But, yeah. But even it, even it really happened. A lot of things changed, though. Even you know, though, even you, though I mean, as it a, happened as a to kid, us. You, you question. You make you. It made you. It makes you question like your value. Um, uh, do you yeah. think you're really smart? Do you think your your classmate is that smart, or is it just because um, your classmate gives something to the teacher that the teacher loves, you know, and wants? Exactly. Yeah, but yeah, that's really funny. Funny in Some... a way that it's unfair. <laughs> yeah, I mean. But yeah. yeah, it happened. It I really was quite happened. shocked yeah. on that. <laughs> yeah, how about you? I thought that because you know, yeah, there there were a lot of you know talks about um, teachers in public school don't earn a lot, so they deserve more. And I agree with that, but not in a way that you will you know you will ask your your students to give you stuff. No, they they don't really like um, ask you to give them stuff but you know it's part of the cool ideal yeah oh that's unacceptable of course mm-hmm. yeah. yep so where are we now i wanted to delve into a bit more micro trauma i wanted to share a bit more okay. you know no because sure that really yeah. contribute i mean it's it's in the, it's in my path of course but I think these micro traumas from our childhood um, really contribute on on the way we the way we think 
the way we think about others, the way we perceive ourselves, and how, how we, we handle the situation, situation, how we react to the situation. Yeah. And uh, I think, yeah, this is, this is, this is strange. I'm going to say this. But yeah, I mean, uh, I grew up in a family where there is uh, infidelity, con- constant infidelity, constant. Mm-hmm. And I grew up on that, like, uh, you could consider me as a witness, like a witness, you know. I'm not going to go into details, but you can imagine. I was, I remember having uh, to go with my mom to, you know, to find out things. I mean, I mean, imagine a ki- being a kid like that. I mean, to be honest, to thinking, thinking way back, it's, it's like it's nothing. I, I didn't care. I didn't understand it. You know, yeah. but right now I can yeah. see actually the effects on how I think, and sometimes I can see it on how I react on on my husband. Not, not that he is uh, doing something okay, but it affected on how I react on certain things. Like maybe uh, open up a lot, or I don't. Uh, it's not that I have trust issues, but. I could say that, like, I don't trust easily to someone. I don't easily trust on someone. Mm-hmm. And I, I don't even know if that's a microtrauma. I think that's that's something big. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, I remember. I remember. I Maybe not be even micro. It's very No, because I, I, had, I had it in my family, and they're minimizing it the way, like, oh, I, I don't, yeah. this is what I didn't like. Because when I was a kid, I always remember that it is wrong this is wrong how come do I, how come i fi- i feel that yeah. this is wrong and the rest of my family say like it's okay it ha- it happened it happens okay. all the time anyway get used to it somehow mm-hmm. that's what they're saying mm-hmm. but i guess i grew on i grew up fighting that idea that this is wrong mm-hmm. and i kind of air quotes rebel you know on this idea and i'm lab- i'm kind of labeled like i'm different than the rest of the family, you know. So I didn't accept this until now. Until now, and yeah, I mean, it was wrong. It was wrong. I cannot, I cannot accept it. Like when I was a kid, I'm finding letters, you know, I read it and things like that. And yeah, it was just very wrong to see to see my 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 parents doing these things, of yeah. course. And I think no one yeah. should expect for you from you to um mm-hmm. Uh, you know, accept that because um, yeah. now that you've grown, now that you've understood um, um, things in a way that, mm-hmm. you know, adults do, I think you have mm-hmm. a better comprehension of what really happened. That yeah, you acted, true. that you reacted, that, that, that your reaction was really, um, was really right. That you... Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, justifiable. Yeah. I think yeah. that 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 I think what's happy I mean that the good thing about I'm I'm not saying it's a good thing. I, I mean the positive um thing about that is that right now or now you you're realizing that what you what you you did back then or or your reaction back then was right. I mean yeah. You know what's right and what's wrong. Yeah, that is so true. Yeah. And I guess most of I just want to Say that I guess the micro trauma or the trauma stems a lot more on 
the rest of my family repressing what I feel about it, you know. Yeah. They're kind of like saying, no, it's okay. You know what? This is normal in our family. This happens often. Get used to it. Yeah. That my trauma comes more from that, I guess, right? more than the actual, you know, the events of infidelity going yeah. on, constant infidelity yeah. is going on. Yeah. Because instead of them telling you that you have to face it, you have to face it, yeah. um, the reality, you have to deal with it, you have to understand yeah. why it's happening. But instead, yeah. they ask you yeah, to sure. act normally, like everything's normal, everything's, you know, in the right yeah. place. So, yeah, like kind of like accept it, like accept it, it. Yeah, accept it like, and move on. You know, yeah. it's, it's not child. like it's for the greater. It's not like it's for everybody's. You know, um, um, like it's not. It's like it's not like it's ideal for everybody because you know, clearly mm -hmm. it's not. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. You, you can't just keep it under yeah, the rug and just exactly. pretend that it was. And that's, what, that's really what's the problem about so many micro traumas on our childhood. You know, little things here and there that engraved us as an adult. It became our personality, our character. And sometimes, you know, what they say is like, yeah, anyway, people brush it out and like, yeah, anyway, it turned out fine. But some people say, yeah, yeah, you could have turned out better, you know, if you didn't have all of these things around. That's right. Yep. Yeah, and th well, uh, first things first, though we very we thank you so oh, much mm -hmm. for sharing that's that. Right. With yeah, us, that's our. I know it that's very personal, and and to be honest, like while I mean, I think I had a brief like introduction about like how my childhood was to like have like very um you know like. No, not a lot of recollection about what happened in the past and to sometimes those type of questions like mm -hmm. surfaces right now like you know as mm -hmm. now that i'm older like sometimes i try to remember like how did how did i get go about having this type of um way of thinking or way of coping about things that are happening like you know problems that are happening in front of me and um for a lot of, for most people that know me personally, I, I think most of them know that I come from a um, broken family. And this was at the time where, you know, during this time, like, it, I don't know for here in um, America, but in Asia, there's not a lot of um, parents that were, yeah. you know, divorced or separated when I was young. I, I think at the time I was the only one who didn't have my, you know, both parents with me and um as a kid you know growing up i mean that was all i've mm -hmm. known i thought you know for me it was always just it was i didn't feel like i was different it was weird i didn't feel like i was different that i didn't have my parents next to me i didn't i thought it was normal to not be able to not have any co communication with my my father or things like that for my real father and I thought it was normal not to have um, them in my important, you know, thing, milestones or mm -hmm. events in my life. Like, let's say graduation or, um, you know, like little like events here and there. I, I didn't feel like I was um, uh, that I wasn't complete. But at the same time, some like when I when I try to, you know, think about it. Um, sorry, like I lost my train of thought, but 
what was I talking about? So I was talking about, um, you know, not mm-hmm, feeling mm-hmm. incomplete without them, right? And when I try to look back, I mean, I'm sure that's how I felt, but my subconscious was different. I'm sure it was, I, I'm sure somehow I was, I, I was surely different. For sure. You know, I, I might think in the surface yeah. that I was okay, but I'm sure that it, it was different. I'm sure like, in the back of my mind, I'm thinking like, I mean, why, why can't, why don't I have my real parents here with mm-hmm. me or things like that? You know, like, when do I get to talk to my dad? It was weird because I think I, I remember this. I remember correctly. Like, I remember, I think I was five or six at the time. I was wondering why I wasn't sad about the fact that I don't get to talk to my real father. That's true. I was thinking, like, why am I not sad? I'm sure I'm. I'm like, I'm yeah. supposed to miss them, maybe right? because I, it was weird. Like, maybe I'm supposed I'm wrong, to miss but my, maybe my because father. Because you are well loved um, by the people that uh, who's around you at that time. That I don't. You know, it, it, it it made you forget about mm. you know your relationship with your so. parents. I, I I think you know what I think. I mean, kids are adaptive. To be honest, they don't. They understand it in their own yeah. way at the back of their mind, but they don't really see the real consequence of it. You know what I mean? Like, they just, yeah. 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 Like, what's mm-hmm. going on in the subconscious mind? Like, what, you know, how to deal with it? Yeah. So I always wonder that. Like, I, I was thinking, like, why am I not sad about, you know, not missing, you know, my, my, my real father or something like that? And, um, it's so weird. Like I have like these little things that I don't understand. Like I never understood why I don't like Sundays. I never understood when I was young. I was in elementary. I have this weird feeling of like doomed every yeah, Sunday. Yeah, because Sundays family why. day. I always feel your 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 mind or your your yourself somehow sealed sealed the idea that you know you know in your your subconscious like like what you said like it really. Yeah. Yeah, it could have been, but yeah, it, it's hard to really say what the source is. But those type of questions, you know, kind of resurfaces. Like, I I always wondered why I had this feeling of uncomfortable feeling when it's Sunday. I don't know why. I really don't. And you know, I'm I might not ever, you know, maybe when I'm able to open my. How about bitterness? Did, did you feel past, bitterness but... um, during your childhood days, like? <laughs> somehow you know feel bitter at something that you don't know or not sure about um i don't think i ever felt like i was angry Mm -hmm. but um i i think when i was in high school i had this Mm -hmm. feeling Mm -hmm. of pain like feeling of pain but i never was able to completely um had this like awareness of how i was okay. feeling mm-hmm. when i was in high school i would all because i was used to just mm-hmm. keeping everything to myself everything that i see i mean i was i think i kind of it's it's really hard for me to explain because i don't know where you know where this type of thinking started but i remember like i don't ask questions i just okay. observe things mm-hmm. as they are happening i don't ask questions and mm-hmm. process it on my own and keep it to myself that's how how i was able to deal with the things that okay. were happening in um, how about when um people ask you 
like how's your family where are your parents how do you get along with them like 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 um, those questions how, how would you usually react to that like back in the days as a kid or yeah back in the days uh i'm trying to remember but i don't think i ever felt awkward i think there were times where you know obviously you get a bit sad but i think it was very mm -hmm. seldom that i felt that way and whenever i would tell people about my story about my family story and stuff like that it was always just like like you know just facts like i'm just yeah. telling mm -hmm. them facts like, it, oh my you know my yeah, parents yeah. were separated you know i didn't have them when i was you know yeah when i grew up and stuff like that yeah i think i remember just basically like telling them like it's just something that mm -hmm. is mm -hmm. factual like nothing no emotions yeah. tied okay. to it. i think it, it became it's kind of like yeah. become your normality you know yeah and that's basically. and that's i guess and I that's adapted. where the the wrong thing comes like shouldn't be shouldn't be that you know and that's why you actually you kind of this question surface right now because you have a kid and you're imagining i mean i don't know if you do that but you kind of perhaps imagine that and yeah you questions you do question things more even more now yep and it's i don't know if you guys have had an experience where um somehow like you know like the older people like parents or your aunties or uncles or you know people that are older than you they don't really understand the implication of how you know these things will affect you like they feel like like it's something so simple that you could just you know just it's okay like like what you said earlier you just adapt to it you know just accept it but they don't really understand how it affects you emotionally or it affects you like mm -hmm. your whole well-being and i think being an adult right now i think we we always and thinking back about the adults when we were a kid like adults think um kids don't understand you know but kids understand more than we we know more than we think and more than they can explain they can understand more than they can explain so definitely from beginning from zero to until the age of our age right now, everything that has happened in our childhood affected affected us, shaped us to what we are right now. Yes, somehow for sure. Yes, and I mean, you know, I mean, I would say that everything that happened in the past, you know, could have been very painful and hard. But at the same time, I would not change a thing because I'm sure who I am now. I would be totally mm -hmm. different if those never happened. Obviously, obviously, you know, it's I for ideal that it, you know, like those things in the past didn't happen. But at the same time, everything that has happened in the past yeah. shaped exactly. and molded to mm -hmm. who I am now. And I and I think I would that. like very important note is that um, we have to know that these things happen not because of us. This is not about us and. We are we are an individual thing, and this is this is the this doesn't describe yeah, us. Yeah, it's not our and fault. Have, I mean, it's yeah. not our yes. fault that that happened, uh, or mm -hmm. that. 
and it's not yes. what yeah you know define yeah. and what uh what my husband because i open up a lot about this about my house uh with my husband and what he always advised me is that you have to you cannot change it the past first it's in the past and you cannot change it yes and right now you cannot really change these people anymore it's not your responsibility anymore and you have to detach you have detach, to detach yourself yes. mm -hmm. from it make peace make peace mm -hmm. from what happened and you know the fact that it happened and it could still happen it might still happen you know but this is not about you anymore and you gotta do something about it and just you know detach yourself from it move on yeah yeah i mean yeah like right now all we could do is really accept that mm -hmm. it has happened and make a sure. positive outcome yeah. to what has happened in yeah because that and is something not, that we not, can control yeah yeah that is so true and yes. not let this affect us and our loved ones around us you know because sometimes they get it you know yeah. the the lash we lash out on them yeah. and it goes without saying that yeah. you know life is what you make it that's very true no, ma no matter mm -mm. Where, where you go yes. where you are right it, it's mm -hmm. what you make of i mean it. there's the, there's so many factors on that but of course yeah the essence of it yes it's true mm -hmm. that's it yeah it's weird because I remember when I was when we were in college or high school, I had a lot of um, the way I viewed it was different, obviously, than the way I view it now. And I had I felt like I there are times where I would beat mm -hmm. myself up for it, like for the things that, has, uh -huh. you know, that mm -hmm. happened in the past. I would beat myself up for it. And the things that I was facing at the moment when I was in college you know, I would take it like, um, how can, how would I say it? Like not, not, not only do I beat myself up for what has happened in the past, but, um, like I would, how can I, how can I describe it? Like really take mm -hmm. it to heart, everything that is. You, you, did you almost uh, blame yourself or? Um, no, not, not really. Um, I mean, Obviously, it's not just the things that I mm -hmm. shared earlier. You know, it's, I mean, the things that we're facing, it's not just, or that I face, were, weren't just about, you know, my parents and stuff like that. Because, I mean, they they separated while, uh, you mm -hmm. know, I was so young. Like, mm -hmm. I, I don't even know how old I was. But, yeah, but what I'm saying is, throughout the years, everything's that were going on, be not having your family with you. I mean, not having my, my parents with me, you know, as I, I was growing up. And I would have, I would beat myself up for not being able to oh, okay. have time with for them and things like that. But um, yeah, I mean, now um, being an adult, you know, I learned to to put mm -hmm. that behind me and not blame mm -hmm. myself for things that has happened. And you know, yeah, to just to just look forward to what I can do in the present yeah. time. Or in the I mean, especially time. we have our own families right now i think that's really important yes yeah yes yeah so i mean you know there's a lot of sources of depression that we're talking about here i mean not only is it the micro trauma the bullying but also like in social media trying to keep up with the trends and be more conscious about how we look with work our financial security you know personal things that we're also dealing with inside our head and on top of that the news and all the negative things that we hear that's happening to the world and now we're going to talk about like how we cope 
with you know these things that are happening and going into yeah. our head okay, yeah i can start so personally mm-hmm. what i do whenever i find myself in in a dark place <laughs> i tend to first um deal with myself and if it's it, it mm-hmm. become if, if it becomes too much for me then i start to reach out to a person or people that i trust the most um to share my feelings mm-hmm. my thoughts with and a little meditation helps for sure and um being outdoors i think getting enough sun mm-hmm. getting enough breeze on sure. your skin i think um it, it's very helpful and um most importantly for me it's it's like the awareness and you know um to know that you're not alone that that somehow these dark um things will pass as well like uh, like the others so it that mm-hmm. that's what keeps me um strong and what keeps me going um during you know difficult times mm-hmm. well uh, in my case uh, i think really um my strongest support system is uh, of course my husband and uh, <laughs> He knows all of my darkest, deepest, um, not secrets, but, you know, all of these traumas that I had. Everything, everything. Yeah, thoughts, feelings. And he's been really a good uh, ally of mine throughout this. I mean, (laughs) yeah, he was was looking at me right now. And, yeah, he's, uh, he's always the first person. And he keeps me centered. That's how I would say keeps me centered on everything and second of course is talking to my best friends which is uh, you <laughs> Therese, Therese industry and that's uh the closest to my heart these people mm-hmm. and talking to them and uh, we don't necessarily talk about our problems you know but I guess you're a good distraction I would say <laughs> and <laughs> no I'm good kidding but you know it's all, talking to you it's really just uh even talking about the problem and not talking about nonsensical things. It just really just, you know, keeps me centered as well. And that really helps me cope with this uh, anxiety and depression Mm -hmm. that we're having these days. Yep. Yeah. Well, as for me, like coping, when I like, when I, you know, when I Mm -hmm. hear the word coping, there's two things. I mean, there's, Two different ways how you could cope right mm-hmm. there's the good way and there's the coping which is like a defense mm-hmm. mechanism that we all have but um to be truthful the way i cope with things is um affected by obviously with mm-hmm. ha- what happened in the past like I would say, oh. you know, mm-hmm. how do we wine. get it? Of course, wine is all. That's a healthy cup coping. Cheers, cheers. Cheers. Chin to that. Yeah. Chin. You know, having some alcohol sometimes to kind of not for not forget, but it it allows me to kind of put it aside. And then because, you know, we were talking about we also mm-hmm. all need a break, right? So. Uh, either I need a break, I take the alcohol or the wine for a break, but or also yeah, it and could help me vent oh. my yeah. frustrations yeah. or the things I, that I'm I agree to with. that. 
How yeah. could we forget wine? Mm. <laughs> to be specific, yeah, you know, uh, wine got me through a lot of hard nights, like yeah, yeah. during those difficult times. I just, just yeah. I mean, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, like I said, so wine allows me to take a break or to put it aside for a bit or to help me vent or, you know, mm -hmm. say my frustrations. But when I do use it as something that can take give me a break, then later on, that's when I start to either mm -hmm. process it or, you know, like I said, there's two ways I, would, I do things. Either I would choose to mm -hmm. process everything now. Or keep pushing it aside until I'm ready to deal with it, because I'm or slowly process everything. Because sometimes when things happen, mm -hmm. you know, like you're observing everything that's happening, and at that moment everything mm -hmm, is just okay. You know, you feel right. You you just feel okay. You're just in this. You know, like you're observing from another person's point of view. Like, okay, so this is happening. I'm okay. I'm doing fine. Like, sure. you know, I shouldn't be crying about any of these. And then finally, when you're starting to process things and you start, you know, letting yourself crumble down and let the emotions start sinking in. And that's when you're mm -hmm. starting to cry or whatever, mm -hmm. get angry. And, you know, I let everything just rush in through and I take it and then process it. Then afterwards, I try to find solutions, mm -hmm. you know, try to, you mm -hmm. know, try to um, pick up myself again and figure mm -hmm. out a way of how mm -hmm. I could deal with it. And, and yeah, that's basically mm -hmm. how I cope to the existing problems that I have. And then obviously, you know, like the other things that I do to take care of myself, which is we do need some sunlight because it helps with our serotonin mm -hmm. levels, um, mm -hmm. our diet, <laughs> which is, I'm not really very yeah. good with the diet part, but, but it, <laughs> yeah. But in, um, but in I short, think also, but, yeah. but I think in short, sorry, talks, wine is key it gives you space and the time you need to process stuff and then after yes. a while you'll get uh, <laughs> you'll... yeah but let's 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 say wait wait, wait guys wait, let's say sorry, wait. Let, let's not go okay. into borderline alcoholic guys we're not alcoholic people okay just yeah you know no, no, it's just, just in case helping you have your break <laughs> you know these are like your yeah. your occasional mm -hmm. like social you yeah. know moments of alcohol but also, the last thing is not the last thing, but the things obviously are important to me, mm -hmm. which is family. You know, they okay. help me cope with things. Mm -hmm. Looking at them makes me realize yeah. the positive things and the most that important I have in things, of course. But yeah, but the things that I brought up is are the my steps because I mean, obviously, my family is there. But then, when these things are happening, you're dealing mm -hmm. with yourself first. Yeah, you know, you're dealing with yourself. So. Um, I was focused with the steps that I take when I'm trying to deal with myself. And then, because I don't want to drag this into my family. When these things are happening, I don't want to, you know, make them. I mean, it's hard. It's hard because obviously it affects the, the whole, your whole well-being, your mood, everything. But then, you know, but I use my family yeah. as a source of mm -hmm. and, Of course. Yeah, that's, that's really, really important. I think very yeah. necessary for you to really be better. Mm -hmm. yeah and then sorry i think i can go on and on about this like watching series <laughs> yeah helps me like take care of my mental health but not not as a coping but like to really take care of my mental health because you know like when you're watching the news and every all the negativity mm -hmm. around us you know i mean 
finding something that would mm-hmm. help you feel relaxed and that would help you have mm-hmm. you know a different sense of emotion because not only you know like not don't feel angry yeah. all the time or feel sad all the time but you know for you to mm-hmm. to laugh or whatever scared if you're watching horror films which some people say it's a very good stress mm-hmm. reliever but, oh, <laughs> yeah not for me i think for yeah spirit, that's her stress reliever <laughs> yeah but i think also is uh, most importantly is um um also guys to add to all the things that have been mentioned um in this podcast so i think it's important for all of us to to know that it's okay to pause to to take a break mm-hmm. like it's okay to tell yourself yes. that um it's okay to be unproductive today um you deserve a break mm-hmm. i mean tomorrow will mm-hmm. be another day but for today um take uh, take yourself i mean take some time to breathe and then just just mm-hmm. Just be who you are yes. based on what you are feeling. If you're feeling down, then, yeah. mm-hmm. then um, take yeah. a rest and then talk to someone. It doesn't mm-hmm. have to be based mm-hmm. on exactly. everybody's, you know, yes. um, perception of you. It's okay to be, you know, yeah, exactly. what you are based on yeah. what you're feeling. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. And- yeah, because sometimes don't you... Yeah. Sorry. Because um, sometimes don't you feel like some people want... they. They, it's like they have this feeling of like rushing you to mm-hmm. be okay. So I yeah, think, that's very true. I think I I mean I've I've known some people that you know would say just it's okay. Yeah, you know, move on. It's I fine. mean that's the worst yeah. advice. I mean yes, it's to be honest. Yeah. Right. <laughs> you have to let yourself truly accept it because if you're just gonna move on and just mm-hmm. repress those feelings it's gonna resurface later on and i mean subconsciously you wouldn't know but you know i'm sure it's going yeah. to yes. surface yeah somehow i think the best i would like to add as well that of course with all these social media that everyone feels like they have to be in the race you know like you have to do this you have to be productive you have yes. to be artistic and i really agree with what Teresa said like pause disconnect and really social media disconnect also as well and pause for yes. yourself i think what's really important is uh, for me personally at least is i find myself really in good spirit when i stay active exercise exercise active exercise. going out walking with my family we can walking with my son doing something else than just watching my phone you know what i mean like thinking about these problems yes. and stuff like that so really a complete disconnect and really find your center, find your focus. What's the most important thing in your life? Yeah. What's your priority? And discard everything that is not important and just focus on your goal, you know? So yeah, have have your, sorry. Um, yeah, and have your like support mm-hmm. network. And it's also like what Maya was saying, the pausing is not only a way for you to to rest or have a break but it helps you become more self-aware of how you are like your mental well-being your mental mm-hmm. be you know mm-hmm. mental state because Anybody, yeah. you know yeah. yourself more than you know your friend or anybody yeah. else so you know if if you feel like something is alarming like maybe it's time for you to talk to a mm-hmm. therapist or whatever mm-hmm. or you know to a doctor because you're feeling like something is yeah. different and that 
I, to be honest, I think that's really key to mm-hmm. be self-aware for you to take care. Yeah, forget and about everything and anything issues. else. Just focus yeah. on yourself for I a mean, while. And then once you have it in you, then you can start recalibrating and then refocus like what yeah. Maya said and then just move on with your life. Um, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. It's that's really, really, really important to have a goal. To have a goal. Mm-hmm. I yeah. agree. That, yeah. mm-hmm. Because that really keeps you centered and keeps you on where the priority is. Yeah, because yeah. you, you have a purpose, do you know, to keep yeah. going. And it doesn't have... Yeah. Sorry. Yeah. Yes. And it doesn't have to be big. Sure. Let's say you catch yourself in this, you know, really in a you know like a mm-hmm. you're stuck in this dark space it could be like little things like okay tomorrow i'm gonna start you know um with something small like even the fact mm-hmm. that like, i'm gonna cook mm-hmm. myself a healthy meal tomorrow or in the next i'm gonna day, start a new um, hobby <laughs> i'm gonna start a new hobby like, right? i'm gonna go yeah. hiking yeah hi- hiking yeah start a new hobby and then after those small you know small specific goals then you can yeah. You know, you can direct yourself into a bigger goal, you know, and, you know, you don't yeah, have to, exactly. to rush yeah. to be okay. Well, I think also I would well, like to add the biggest, the biggest takeaway, I mean, for, I mean, for, I would like to say to people listening to our podcast is that, yeah, you're not alone. Everyone is doing their own thing. And, uh, yes. yep. But but until yeah, but until then, yeah, um, it's okay to try to up. stay well and you know focus yeah. on yourself and be kind to yourself and to everyone, yeah. and mm-hmm. yeah, and hope that um, you know everything will be just fine, just the, mm-hmm. just how you imagined it. Yeah, so, yeah, and be connected and, and, to yourself. Be connected to yourself. And, and if, yeah, and if you find yourself, um like you can't get yourself mm-hmm. out, out of it and you're noticing something different please please do yourself a favor and yeah. seek yes yeah. therapy or help with the professional yeah. reach out to talk to everyone i mean yeah. it's very sensitive yeah it's really sensitive because i mean i, I tr- i'm trying to refrain to talk about it but you know i mean mental health issues and the news that we're hearing like suicide and things like mm-hmm. that these are the steps that you can take. Not I the mean, suicide, me, the, the taking like, you know, of being um, self-aware um, is very important therapy, for you seeking to know. therapy, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. To to go yeah. and mm-hmm. seek, you know, help from a professional and yes. help yourself get exactly. out of yeah. the situation. All right. you're yeah. in. May all yes. be well, guys. Yeah. I hope wherever you are, wherever you're listening, I hope you're staying well. Um staying positive and keep yourself centered talk to your people talk to your family talk to your friends reach out and love yourself and love yourself get out stay connected to nature yes yeah love yourself all right well mm-hmm. yeah thank you guys for listening all righty yeah and i hope you <laughs> had uh, you enjoyed and you got something out from this uh, talk yeah and feel free to if let you us want know to share what something think. Yeah, mm-hmm. and share with us. Yeah, and share with mm-hmm. us uh, things that you know your steps yeah. and yeah. ways of taking care of your mental health in our Bye, comments. Guys. Bye, guys. Thank, Thank you. you.